because you come to a state like Tennessee and then the, the volunteer mindset of like, what can we do to help? Um, I think that's what sets Tennessee apart in, in many ways. And in, in the other states that I work in, they're amazing states. I mean, there's, there's a wonderful, I think the, one of the great things about being in the U.S. is the, the desire to see people succeed. But what I like about what we've done in Tennessee and specifically what Launch has put together um, is taking it, make it a connection across the state. Instead of a competitor, you've got connectivity and connection. That's the voice of Samit Chahal, Regional Executive Director for the Central Region of Bunker Labs. Samit sat down with us to share some of the exciting work that Bunker Labs is doing to connect veterans with a network of resources that will help them build their businesses. You're listening to Disrupt the Continuum, a podcast powered by Launch Tennessee, dedicated to entrepreneurs, investors, and ecosystem builders. I'm your host, Clark Buckner. Launch Tennessee is a public-private partnership with this simple vision. Make Tennessee the most startup-friendly state in the nation. This season, you'll get an up-close look at how the statewide Launch Tennessee network and boots-on-the-ground startups build Tennessee. In this episode, Samit explains how Bunker Labs is tapping into a huge network of military-connected individuals across the United States, many of whom want to start a business but lack the community connections to do it. We'll also hear some of the inspiring success stories and why Samit believes that Tennessee is one of the best places to start a new business. To learn more about Tennessee's statewide network of resources, visit launchtn.org slash buildtn. Now, let's jump in. Uh, my name is Samit Chahal. I'm the Regional Executive Director at Bunker Labs for the Central Region. I live in Memphis, Tennessee, and my region consists of everything from Michigan down uh, to Alabama over to Louisiana, Arkansas. Thanks so much for jumping on here for a little bit. And for this season of Disrupt the Continuum, we're not only looking at the statewide connected thriving ecosystem, but we're really trying to zoom in on some of the different hubs and some of the different partners that all play a role in making this a great place, one of the best places to start and grow a business. And when I first met you, you had just come on to the, the Tennessee Bunker Labs team. That was when they were expanding out of Nashville, I think. A lot's changed since then. So I'm excited to kind of get a catch up on what all's been happening. But before we get to all that, can you just paint a quick picture of what Bunker Labs is, what the mission is, why you've been drawn to join this organization? And then we'll kind of start talking about you know, your work in Tennessee and beyond. I'd love to. Um, the premise for Bunker Labs came from, you know, Todd Connor's concept about six years ago was those of us that served in the military walked away from the largest network we've ever known once we got out, right? Be it retire or serve our time and get out. And we never leveraged that network after we got out. And so the premise was, if we got these people together in a room, could we help each other launch or scale our companies? Right. You talk to entrepreneurs across the world and they always tell you it's that one meeting, that one thing, that one person, that one connection that they made that really helped them uh, go from being a entrepreneur to an entrepreneur or even scale larger. Right. And so the premise again with Bunker was, can we do this with a community that has a vested interest in each other from the time that we served? 
right? And, and we've expanded it from just not just the veteran, but the military connected entrepreneur. Uh, again, those of us that serve know that if we had spouses or family at that time, they served with us. And so, you know, the idea was born almost six years ago. And that was the premise. Like if we did this, can this help organization scale and, and, and entrepreneurs become entrepreneurs? You know, after World War II, 45% of the veterans coming home at that time started their own business, the, the entrepreneurs, right? Well, that number is about four and a half percent now. And, and we, again, we believe those of us that serve that we have a, not to get too Liam Neeson on you, but a special set of skills yes. that would <laughs> help us be successful as entrepreneurs. And so the idea, again, being if we get the right people in the room together and can we help connect the dots for each other, uh, if someone needs access to uh, an idea or a person or a community, uh, there's probably a veteran along the way that can help you get there, right? It, it could be a massive organization like our partner, J.P. Morgan Chase. It could be a local community group like Insperity or the list goes on. But really, it's like, can someone in that organization get you connected if you have an idea that fits their space? And that was kind of the birth of Bunker Labs. I came on about three years ago. I was uh, initially a city leader in, in Memphis, Tennessee, the way I tell the story is, you know, I served in the Marine Corps from 1993 to 1997. And, you know, when I got out in 97, I, I talked about me being a Marine as part of my history. Right? And it was true. It was part of my history. Well, when Blake walked into Epicenter in, in Memphis three years ago and was like, hey, we're going to launch the next greatest generation of entrepreneurs. Are you in? And I was like, well, yeah, absolutely. Um, how do you say no to that? Right. For me, Bunker Labs has made being a Marine part of my story again, and not just part of my history. And that's really why I, I love this work is I'm connected to an organization that's nationally present with a group of people that, you know, I may not have ever met again, but I have a connectivity with because of our, our veteran backgrounds. So you were saying it was as high as 40% after World War II, and now it's less than 4% that we see... Four and a half, but yeah, less than 5%, right? Less than 5% where they go from, you know, come out of the service and start their own business. What do you think some of those, that drop has come from? And then maybe we can talk through next what Bunker Labs has been seeing as they've been growing. And the mission is so sticky and, and, a, and everyone wants to support it. I mean, we are so thankful for your service and, and all the other veterans. So I'm, I'm curious to hear, why do you think that, that drop was from 40% to less than 5%. And then let's talk through some of the, the things that you've seen that's helped change that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, what we believe again is that the ecosystem didn't exist in the old days. You could go into your local, local union. You could go into your local uh, support group, your VA anywhere and meet other people that could help you start your business. Right. You wanted to open a, a gas station or a hotel, or you had an idea um, that you want to try out. Well, there was a community built around that in your VA or your you know VW or anywhere these these veteran support organizations VSOs that existed that you could plug into, and that kind of went away. And so you know they became more about the population that did serve back then versus this new group of of veterans coming out, specifically even post 9/11 veterans coming out. You know there was not a place for them to plug in with their entrepreneur journey. And we've also looked at the statistics where you know veteran companies are actually less likely to get funded uh, from traditional banking sources. And so again, it didn't make sense to us because just you know we we served our country. Most veterans you'll meet will it'll come across very quickly, very apparently that they're selfless, 
right? And so, you know, their duty first was to community, then the country, and then come back and now starting their businesses. And so not having that that community, that ecosystem to plug into and say, hey, you know, when I moved to Memphis about five years ago, I, I knew my wife, her parents, and a couple of friends of hers. I didn't have a place where I could plug into and say, hey, I'm going to start a a business. I wanted to, at the time I was helping with medical practices and, and I wanted to flip a medical practice and I didn't know where to go to say, hey, I've got an idea on how to do this well. You know, even, even five years ago, had Bunker been in Memphis, I could have gone in and said, hey, I've got this idea. And I would have met four other people that were like, oh, I know a physician or I know a, an operating system or I know a group or a bank or, you know, just the, the ecosystem that was lacking for veterans over, you know, since post-World War II, it's a gap that we're trying to fill. There's several resources that Bunker Labs brings to the cities. I know there's, of course, some great online materials, and there's sort of like a a bunker in a box. I remember that phrase. I don't know if that's official language or not, but there's sort of like a jumpstart of sorts where you can help someone screen their idea and start giving them resources. So what are some of those ecosystem elements that Bunker Labs brings, so then how does that kind of amplified when you're when you tap into ecosystems like you mentioned with Epicenter and Memphis and you know the connectivity that the state has? Yeah. So, you know, Bunker in the Box was a was a, a program we used to offer. It has since graduated a little bit differently, but you know, we, we essentially have three stages of our programming. Stage one is typically Bunker Brews. It's you know it's a networking event that's on a monthly cadence in all of our bunker chapters where you have great entrepreneur speakers and community speakers and resources and, and just connectivity where people can get in touch. Along with that is our stage one programming is something called Launch Lab Online, where any military connected entrepreneur that has an idea can go to bunkerlabs.org and, and essentially self-pace themselves through Launch Lab Online to say, hey, I have this idea, but do I have a business? Do I have a do I have enough thought process behind this that I can actually go out and try to make a business out of this, right? So that's the ideation phase. Stage two of our programming is in select cities. It was it started in conjunction with WeWork as a partner, but the idea was a veterans in residence program where 10 companies uh, that were working on their business, trying to scale it, would work on a, on a cadence over six months of going from ideation to execution. Like I can actually make money or I can make a, an invoice. And so that was stage two of our programming. And the, and the cool thing about, you know, what we do with veterans and residents is it's connected with an entire cohort across the nation. So other cities and bunker chapters within our community would go through a similar cadence and similar, think of it like a fellowship for six months on, on how to do business, right? And then stage three of our programming was, again, in more select cities, uh, was called the CEO Circle, where... CEOs working full-time in their business that were military-connected um, would get together on a monthly basis to do a mastermind uh, connectivity piece again. Um, how can we scale our businesses? How can we get to the next level? How do we connect to the right resources? And so, you know, we offered these different stages of programming within partner networks within our organization. But for us, you know, I live in Memphis and Nashville, basically. You know, I split my time between the two cities. And a lot of it's the ability to plug into this network for bunker you know, having chapters, multiple chapters in Tennessee, and then having a partner like Launch Tennessee, which also has connectivity across the state. So, you know, if I have a chapter in Knoxville, right, uh, or Chattanooga, I don't have to recreate the ecosystem that's there. I can take our bunker companies and plug them into that ecosystem, 
right? We talk a lot about, hey, we're Switzerland. We're not, we don't need to recreate a program if the community has it. Um, our job is to take our military-connected entrepreneurs and plug them into those networks. Well, Launch has done such a great job in Tennessee of creating this partner network across the state that, you know, you know, if, if Jim Biggs has got a, an, an entrepreneur out, out east, he can call me and say, hey, I've got this, you know, veteran that's got this idea. What can you, can you plug him into the community? And automatically, if I plug him into the bunker network, now he's got access to the entire geographic United States. Wow. And that's been growing really quickly. And when it was started, you said Todd O'Connor, he was in Chicago. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And from there on, it's these last five years. How much growth has there been? Yeah. So, you know, the idea started again in Chicago where Todd was working um, and then he got connected again. It was his brother's friend's brother was essentially his next call, which happened to be Blake Hogan in Austin, Texas, along with Jonathan and Sabrina. And he went down there and was like, hey, I've got this great idea. Do you guys want to do it? Uh, and by the way, it's a nonprofit. And and all most of us that were not familiar with a nonprofit were like, well, we're, we're in the business of profit. Hold on. And so, you know, really turning that from, um, you know, a little less than six years ago to now where you've got, you know, you've got chapters in every region, you've got chapters in states, multiple states have multiple chapters. You know, we've got, we've got close to 40 chapters now across the country uh, in different stages of programming. And, and the goal is to not stop, right? The goal is to, how do we scale this thing to cover the entire geographical U.S. and, and Hawaii and Alaska as well? Man. It's so exciting. And now you mentioned Blake Hogan was one of the early folks to help, you know, spread this mission. Now he's CEO of the National Bunker Labs organization. That's so exciting. And he, you know, I remember him rolling into the Nashville Entrepreneur Center. That's kind of where he landed. Man, it's so exciting to see how quickly it's grown. So maybe next we can talk a little bit about some of, maybe some of the entrepreneurs. I know we you know, there's so many you've worked with and so many concepts and ideas. But when you think about some of the teams and, and entrepreneurs in Tennessee, any any examples that come to mind of just how you've seen someone take an idea and get traction, get feedback and build their business? Yeah. I mean, again, like you said, you know, there, there's so, so many great stories. You know, we've done about four cohorts of veterans and residents in, in Tennessee. And so we've got, you know, multiple 40 some companies that I could pull from and not to include CEO circle and, and different pieces. So if, if I've got to pick a couple, um, you know, I'll just go off the top of my head. You know, Richard Casper with Creative Vets is a, is a great story, right? Started the idea as a, a fellow Marine that, you know, had some trauma when he was when he was serving, uh, came back, had no experience in the art world and essentially created this program in Creative Vets where it's all about using arts to deal with trauma and taking songwriters and, and connecting with people that have suffered, you know, some sort of a trauma and while well, they served to help them deal with that. And, and now gone from a, you know, a small local to a pretty strong national nonprofit in the last two weeks. He's been featured in Rolling Stone with the app they just created. And, and last week, he just came out of Forbes magazine. Again, selflessly, how do you help people deal with this uh, through the arts? You know, Darren Burrell is a city leader out of Knoxville, Tennessee for Bunker Labs. His premise was to start a fund focused on investing in veteran companies. And, you know, for him, now he's, he's so tied to Bunker that a company can't even apply for his fund or access until they go through our stage one program, which is launched up online. You know, again, using that connectivity of saying, go through the programming, understand it, 
And on the back end, when you come out of it, then you, you've got the access to this entire network, these, these, this massive organization across the country and in entrepreneurs that can help you at every level. You know, I mean, again, I could go on for the different companies. You've got Dean Wagner with Authentically American. You've got Mike with Stash. The amount of companies that, that I could talk about would fill up this entire hour. But those are a couple that just come to mind as we started talking. I like that you mentioned the Rolling Stone article, and I just pulled that up. So um, we should write some time. They've actually seen a big increase. He's, he's a co-founder yeah. of this, and they've seen an increase more and more lately, especially with you know some of the changing times we're in right now. But it's it's cool to see different entrepreneurs leveraging some of the strengths that they have in their city. And you shared how you know you're going back and forth between. Memphis and Nashville, have you seen some of these entrepreneurs, like for instance, this app we should write sometime, you know, they're in Nashville, Music City, and they've got this really cool app that's working with songwriters and, and kind of connects to the arts, like you were mentioning with Creative Vets. So have you seen any entrepreneurs in Bunker Labs kind of leverage the, the strength of the city that they're based in? So Gable Eaton is a Marine, um, and I, I promise, even though I only talk about Marines, it's not a Marine-only organization, but Gable Eaton's a Marine out of uh, Chattanooga that created a technology called U-Touch, or Tech Touch LLC is his business. And the premise was, and this was a while back when he created it, but uh, it was a germaphobe's best friend. It was a, a technology or a, a silicone piece that you would put on your finger for when you're out and about in the community and, and having to use like keypads, touchpads. And this, you know, the he created this a while back. It's just more, uh, obviously, right now it's a big deal, right? But um, you know, he worked out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, and he can he got connected to us. Uh, he was working at Colabs, one of our partners, with through launch. And then when we find out about Gable, we're like, hey, let's plug him into the network, right? Uh, so getting him access to different organizations that are trying to help us, help Bunker, help get connected. Um, so more recently, we put him in touch with uh, GovX, who's reached out to say, hey, we want to help your veteran uh, entrepreneurs that are either potentially struggling or thriving with a platform to get their product out to a bigger enterprise. And so we put him in touch with that, and hopefully that'll get him into more traction and more business. But you know, had it not been for Colab and Bunker Labs having a partnership out in Chattanooga, who knows how long it would have taken Gable to get access to this network. And a network, by the way, that he was already a part of after being a veteran in the Marine Corps. It's such a big network, you could get lost, it sounds like. It really is. I mean, you know, even just with our city leaders, and you're talking about hundreds of people that are touching Bunker Labs on an ongoing basis, then you multiply with the community that's supporting and volunteers, and now you're in the thousands. And then you add like every veteran or sp veteran spouse that can connect to that. And then now you're talking hundreds of thousands of people that want to help each other scale and get bigger. There are so many good stories. And I'm curious, what would you say to a veteran who, you know, they're somewhere, they have an idea, maybe they've never started a business. What are those common challenges that they might uniquely face? And, and what would you say as an encouragement to them to overcome those? I, you know, I always tell everyone that's got an idea or an entrepreneur, you know, it, you, you've got to talk about it. You've got to get it out there and you've got to vet it to see, uh, does this make sense? Am, am I solving a problem that really exists or is this a dream I have, right? Uh, this is, again, specific to the Marines that I serve with, but every one of us was going to open a bar when we got out, right? 
Um, it's about 30, almost 30 years later. And I think one of us has a bar now. We were all, we all had visions of entrepreneurship from that perspective, but uh, does it really have staying power? Do you have the ability to, to push the needle on this, right? Bunker's not gonna make your organization successful, right? Bunker's gonna help you. If, you, if you're willing to put in the work and, and work at your organization and your business and your idea, we're gonna do everything we can to get you there. And so I would tell any military connected entrepreneur that has an idea, Go, go to bunkerlabs.org and go to uh, Launch Up Online and see if your idea has merit. It plugs you into the community. It gives you access to thousands and thousands of veteran entrepreneurs across the country that are willing to take time to help you. This is based on the idea of being selfless to inspire, equip, and connect entrepreneurs. And that's what we do. We're going to shorten the access gap uh, to the ecosystem to make you successful. One of the things that come to mind when you were describing those three stages Basically, you know, from idea all the way up to that CEO circle, something that this network you're describing, it seems like there's veterans who are in this, they're entrepreneurs, they're growing their business, but they're trying to also help pay it forward to some of the other, you know, upcoming veteran entrepreneurs. So we've seen this with a couple of different folks, right? Like Neil Whitney from of Minued. Yep. That's you know, he's in it, he's an entrepreneur, he's in the trenches, but he's also paying it forward. So that's someone I've met, I guess that's someone that comes to my mind, but there's probably other people. Could you mention kind of what he's doing and also many, any other examples you can think of? Sure. Uh, you know, Neil's a great example. Neil helped us uh, in Nashville specifically, you know, obviously Neil's a, a veteran and a successful CEO. He launched Menude and has done a great job building the organization and finding partners and investors. He actually helped uh, us in Nashville run the Veterans in Residence program about a year and a half ago. And with that, he brought everyone that had part of his network, his community of investors and, and op- opportunities and idea generators and, and app developers and everything for that community to say, hey, look, here's a set of resources. I hit my toe you know, on the wall a couple of times before I figured it out. And you know, I've made the mistakes and so you guys don't have to and helping directly with those people. I mean, just as recently as last week, I was on a call with Neil. You know, I've got a, a, a company in Memphis that's trying to, they've got a lot of PPP product, PPE products, I apologize, that they're creating in the US and they want to get access. They want to get first responders and, and police officers access to. And so Neil's got I called Neil up because I knew he would be able to connect me with the right person, right? Even if it's just an introduction, you know, and that's just one example of someone that's willing to do the work and help you get connected if you're willing to do the work to do, to get, make your company successful. That's fantastic. And from what I remember about him, he was, I believe, a super successful career at Apple, yeah. but he decided he wanted to kind of venture off it and do his own thing. And it's been going really well. Yeah. Uh, Neil was in the army. He was an intelligence officer in the army, uh, got out, worked at Apple for a while, and then decided he wanted the entrepreneur journey and uh, moved to Nashville from California. Really loved it. I mean, again, as recently as last week when we were talking, uh, we talked about the access and the opportunity that's happening in, in the state of Tennessee, specifically for entrepreneurs and, and the ability to launch and scale businesses. I love that example. You're saying how you were able to fast track someone bouncing around from city to city just from a quick email or a phone call. And that phrase comes to mind that Blake Hogan would say so often, being a professional dot connector. <laughs> I just remember that was something that he would always talk about with with Bunker Labs. And 
the more connectivity that you've created, the more dots you're connecting. So as you are starting to think about what's next for Bunker Labs, what other dots are you looking to connect? What other, what other things do we have to look forward to? Yeah, uh, you know, what we're working on specifically right now is what's the missing pieces in our programming, right? What's the, we talked about the entrepreneur and get him into ideation. We talked about ideation into having a business uh, and then, you know, the business is trying to scale, uh, but there's still gaps in that area, right? Like there's, there's opportunities, there's things being missed. Um, we recently did an insight study. Uh, we had about 543 respondents so far. Our goal is to get around 1500 total uh, James, uh, our CIO for Bunker Labs nationally, li lives in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, you know, the idea again being like, what's the needs of our entrepreneurs? And so what's that, the inside study allows, allowed us to do was to reach out to these entrepreneurs and say, what is it that you need? And what is it that we potentially are, are missing, right? It's easy in, in an organization to get insular and say, well, I think I know what everyone needs. Uh, but the insight study allows us to look at the entire community and say, okay, this is what they're asking for. And so, you know, we've talked about potentially um, almost professionalizing the dot connecting, right? So taking companies that are working and, and scaling and within the bunker family and putting them together with the executives of larger corporations that are looking to have a lever arm into the entrepreneur world and saying, okay, we want to fund that, or we want to help you with that, or we have resources that can help you scale that looking at looking around in our, our network and saying how do we connect these companies to the next level fred smith's a fine example of a veteran that was pretty successful once he got out of the marine corps right he managed to do okay with fedex and so you know we talk about we want to create the next fred smith and that happens because we can get access to someone like fred smith because he, again he's a veteran right and yeah you have access to him and i remember him showing up at i believe it was a, a bunker muster event yeah, so in the last two years, uh, last two years, uh, our keynote speaker two years ago was Fred Smith. He came to our, our muster across America tour uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, and he spoke about, you know, how he got his idea and how he got it started, how he started FedEx with an idea and a paper that he didn't do too well on in school, but did really well in execution. And last year was Jamie Dimon, you know, CEO of JP Morgan Chase. Uh, who's a national partner of ours, uh, you know, Jamie wanted to speak to the veterans on the ground. So last year, muster in, in Nashville again, he came and spoke at the event and really wanted to inspire and say, this is the next group of people that's going to help move the needle for this country. I remember you started off saying how veterans, they have the special set of skills, Yep. <laughs> right? And and I, I think I remember Fred Smith talking about, you know, those unique skills that he got in the kind of the way he came up with the idea. So one of the final questions, this has been so much fun talking to you, but one of the final questions has to do with what I'm sort of calling hometown pride. So with you being in Memphis and, you know, spending a lot of time in Tennessee these last five years, you know, Nashville, back and forth, other other chapters throughout the state, working with other, you know, launch Tennessee hubs and, and entrepreneur centers, what would your message be to other parts of the country who might be interested in coming to a place like Tennessee. What do you think folks need to know? I know you work in a lot of different states. I think you said eight states. But what stands out to you about Tennessee, and why should someone consider coming here to the great state of Tennessee? 
You know, that's a great question. Um, so I'm not a native Tennessean, right? I, um, I met my wife in Denver and then we moved to Chicago uh, and got married while we were living in Chicago. She's from, she's from Memphis, Tennessee, born and raised, and her family can trace back quite a few generations. Um, but I remember when I first mentioned to my wife, you know, when we were dating and visiting Memphis to see her family and, and Nashville to, to meet her grandfather, um, I was like, this is really cool. There's, there's stuff happening here. What would you think about moving back to Tennessee? And she goes, I'd miss you. And I remember saying, probably not a good time to start this conversation, so I'll wait. Um, and it took a while, but, you know, we finally are, finally had a conversation and it made sense and we moved. And I didn't, I say all this to tell you that I heard about Tennessee as a volunteer state. And I hear about Tennessee as a beautiful state and, and just the, the geographical space that it has from Memphis to all the way up to Knoxville and Johnson City and the Tri-City areas and, you know, just the spectrum of the state lengthwise what I found was a state that people were willing to help each other, right? I, I came in, as I said, not a native Tennessee and I had very few people I knew and the connectivity of, for me, you know, Bunker Labs being the entrance into it, but with Bunker Labs came Launch Tennessee, with Launch Tennessee came all of our partners across the state, right? So by the way, I got introduced to uh, Bunker Labs because of a friend of mine that I met in Memphis, uh, Eric Matthews of Starco, partner with Epicenter, partner with Launch, and he's the one that introduced me to Blake. And so, you know, I, I talk about this from the perspective of that that's how easily you can get connected in this state, right? Meeting someone like Blake, who I consider one of my really dear close friends now, you know, we spend time in Nashville when I go there, Neil Whitney, James Suh, like I, I can name you people all across the state that are willing to help you that five years before today didn't know who I was, Right. And to me, that happens because you come to a state like Tennessee and then the, the volunteer mindset of like, what can we do to help? Um, I think that's what sets Tennessee apart in, in many ways. And in, in the other states that I work in, they're amazing states. I mean, there's there's a wonderful, I think the, one of the great things about being in the U.S. is the, the desire to see people succeed. But what I like about what we've done in Tennessee and specifically what Launch has put together um, is taking it, make it a connection across the state instead of a competitor You've got connectivity and connections and you've got partners easily could look at this as a as a competition if you wanted to. Right. We're Switzerland and Bunker. But, you know, there's there's a potential for other other programs to look at it like, oh, wait, you're in our space. We're the entrepreneur mindset in, the, in this city. Um, I, I think what Launch has managed to do is take a bunch of siloed businesses and organizations and nonprofits and thought processes and, and bundle them up in a way that's very productive and, and cooperative. And, and say, how can we actually help our entrepreneurs? Because ultimately, that's all of us want to do is help our entrepreneurs launch and scale. I love it. And I'm so happy to catch up with you and hear all the great things that you're doing. Uh, thank you for taking the time. What's a good way for someone to connect with you and get connected to Bunker Labs, the mission, all of the above? Yeah. I mean, you know, BunkerLabs.org is probably the easiest way to get connected to everybody and everything. Um, you know, you get on there, you know, we've got Facebook pages that we do launch up online and different programmings from that perspective, but bunkerlabs.org is the easiest way to get connected. Um, you know, we've got quite, if you've got questions, if you want to volunteer, if you want to get active, if you want to help, um, just go on there and sign up. Um, because I'm the, the ED for the central region, anything in this area comes to me, I'd, I'd be happy to help in any way I can. My job is just that my job is to connect the dots for you and the next step for you. Thanks again for taking the time. I'm looking forward to keeping in touch. Awesome, Clark. I really appreciate you making time for me. Thanks for listening to Disrupt the Continuum. 
a Launch Tennessee podcast for entrepreneurs, investors, and ecosystem builders. Launch Tennessee has received national recognition for statewide collaboration, an innovative economy, and stakeholder diversity. And that's because of amazing folks like yourself who are contributing to make Tennessee the most startup-friendly state in the nation. To join the conversation, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LaunchTN and visit launchtn.org slash buildtn to learn more about Tennessee's entrepreneurial ecosystem. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we'll see you soon on another episode of Disrupt the Continuum.